Welcome back to another episode of Sport Vital Sports. This is Evan Pearson, a.k.a. Big Ev. It's a beautiful day in Eugene, Oregon again. Cloudy as it is. Nothing special about the Pacific Northwest. You gotta love it. Sorry, I had to crack open my LaCroix here. You know, to health, no soda, just seltzer water. Just glad, you know, just the way it is, you know. As I say, you sip into some nice sizzles. Obviously, this is not an ad for LaCroix or any sponsor for LaCroix. Nowhere near that yet, but, you know, it's a start. You know, it's a lovely start. I'm thankful for all you guys that do listen, as I do have some followers and subscribers. And so I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that you come to listen to my lovely voice, as I am here to make your day. Even if you're not into sports, I'm your guy. Who does not want to listen to me? Come on. Come on. Just kidding. But whatever. Um, this is another crazy episode of Sport Vano Sports as I'm going to continue to talk about, obviously, COVID and its effects with sports um, because that is the reality we are in. It is the reality that we are in. Unfortunately, sports continue to get affected by COVID and we are very saddened by it number one we want to go over obviously i want to talk a little bit about the nba offseason i'm not gonna do a full detailed episode on it it's gonna be later because it's a lot of movement a lot of trades a lot of stuff that's been going on but i want to do a full detailed episode later um so stay tuned for that other topics i want to talk about this episode nfl and obviously college football in the recent news as they have been the most prominent things that have been the focal point of today and today which is november 30th getting into the month of december as we get close to the cold months and see how you know what happens you know see what happens gotta love it right you gotta love it as always gotta love it as always well to start off um nfl the main thing that's been underlying the most craziest thing has been the Ravens-Steelers game for this weekend, this previous weekend, as I say, because it keeps getting delayed. So it was Sunday, then it was Tuesday, and now today it is Wednesday. Football on a Wednesday. Very strange, very strange. But as you say it, numerous double-digit uh, athletes have been, as I said, in the double digits, athletes have been listed on the COVID reserve list for, for the Baltimore Ravens, especially starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. And also on the opposing side, James Conner, another star player on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a very transcending moment in sports because it comes to the realization that you have to get the athletes to be understanding of what's going on. Even if you become asymptomatic, 
you get tested, you're not playing. So if you get tested positive, you're only hurting your team and also your individual success. You know, you want the team to look at you as a great athlete, a great role model, all that stuff. But if you're not going to, if you're going to keep getting sick and getting on the COVID list, you're not going to do anything, any wonders with the situation. So this, uh, this game, obviously everyone's looking forward to it. The Steelers and the, uh, uh, Ravens, obviously the Steelers are a lot better than the Ravens. I believe in some regards, uh, Lamar Jackson has been dipping in, uh, just overall, just his, you know, from last coming from last season, Lamar Jackson was supposed to be like the guy, the guy, he's still the guy for the Ravens, but he's also dipping in some effort and some of his abilities, um, on the field. And, you know, he was coming, you know, Madden, you know, on the Madden cover and all that things. Like he was the focal point of the NFL for a while for the last season. Um, so this is a big blow because I was really looking for this game, looking forward to the game. Um, and you want to, you don't want to see this happen. It's sad and it's not good for the sport. It's not good for the sport. So this, this whole weekend was a big blow. This previous, whole previous weekend was a big blow. Coming from Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving um, to everyone too as well. Obviously, this is a late happy Thanksgiving, but, you know, I was busy during Thanksgiving and you got to love it, you know. As I say, got to love it many times. That's just the way it is. That is me. That's Big Ev. You guys know that, okay? You know that, you know. So, getting back into the NFL. The loveliness of the NFL is that as COVID makes things worse for players, it also makes worse for the people around them. So the cities and et cetera, et cetera. So in that case, this previous weekend, the 49ers were announced. Obviously, they played it away game, but they just declared the county where they play in, the 49ers home stadium. Um, they, Levi Stadium, they cannot play it anymore because of COVID restrictions. So it's very unfortunate. Obviously, it is. We can't argue about it. Obviously, personally for me, I think they're fine because they're going to play in a stadium with no fans. But they said there's no contact sport. So as long as the players have have no COVID, then they're fine. They let them play. But if they do, then obviously, yeah, don't let them play. So I get both sides of the situation as the county people decided not to allow contact sports in that county of, uh, in um, the California. So for the 49ers, it is in a tough situation for them as they are tr desperately trying to find a new place to play and also practice. Um, obviously, they are not really in contention for the playoffs, but whatever. So either way, you want your players to play. And it just keeps getting worse as COVID keeps encompassing the NFL and other sports, just like how with the situation of Ravens and Steelers, as it just keeps getting delayed because there's so many players that have COVID to bring irresponsible and understanding the situation to where players that are not, do not have COVID and they came and play on the field with the 49ers. And then it just goes on for even more. You got the Broncos situation as four of their quarterbacks, all of them, Drew Locke, Rippon, all of them, have not been able to play this weekend as they were all tested positive for COVID. And they just dipped, they just did not let them play at all. So obviously the Broncos had no quarterback 
but they winged it and got picked up a guy who was on their practice squad for a while. He played wide receiver, but not quarterback. So this is a leap of the faith for the Broncos, but obviously they end up getting crushed by the Saints, even though they were led by Taysom Hill, an athletic athlete, but not a quarterback. So as my old, my whole interpretation of this season, it's just been a whirlwind. Obviously with COVID, things just change, but it's just very crazy. I would never expected this. Never expected this. It, you know, from players not, you know, wire series playing quarterback who were on practice squads, by the way, and he was has like a desk job and he gets called up and he's barely played football for so many years and they call this guy up to play quarterback. Props to him. Props to him for the Broncos, man. Crazy, but even though he didn't do too hot, it was worth it. Why not? Besides that, though, it's just a whirlwind, you know, from players not being able to play, games being postponed or uh, pushed back, or even just, you know, player teams can't even play in their own stadium. It's just very unfortunate, but we have to deal with it. And if we want to move forward and for the league success and other league success, you got to be responsible. The players and coaches, everyone has to be responsible with the situation at hand. They'd be quarantining and everything. So they don't quarantine, they're not going to be able to play. Well, obviously, you can not quarantine and not get COVID, but you got to be really careful with those situations. And even that, if you, even if you're asymptomatic, have a great immune system, you have to be respectful of others. And that's, you know, by that, I mean your teammates because you're only hurting your team. If you get COVID and you get put on the COVID list because you're not there to play with your team and help them out, get W's. So as things get worse, you know, one thing I did like in the NFL news recently is that the Detroit Lions finally came to the realization by their GM and also their head coach, Matt Patricia. Love the move. But disappointed, as a uh, good reference to Stephen A. Smith, as he said. It was a great point. I was listening to their uh, show the other day. As Jim Caldwell has more wins than Matt Patricia. It was way more successful under the lines. He gets fired. And then, so it just doesn't make sense. And you guys hire Matt Patricia, and then it's being terrible for you guys. So they finally come to their senses and fire the GM and Matt Patricia. Love the move because um, you do, you want the Lions to succeed. You know, you want them to succeed because, you know, we always have those misfortunes. They're always never there. They get close, to the, you know, but they're never there, really, honestly. So in my turn, and, you know, in turn, I just, I'm really, I feel bad for uh, you know, Jim Caldwell. Great coach, deserves better he should have been on the team anyways for the lions should never got fired in the first place and matt patricia should have never been hired so obviously thankfully matt patricia's gone because they were going nowhere with him but at the same time i wish i could have seen jim caldwell with the lions a little bit longer before they hired patricia but it's their own fault they realized they made a mistake and they moved on 
So something positive there. I like that the Lions at least getting rid of him because I don't think he's good at all. Um, he's he you know he's one of those coaches where you see them they are good for coordinating as he was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots, but he's not good as a head coach because he got those those coaches. They could be great coordinators but not good head coaches. You know, just for example, Schwartz on defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Obviously, we're struggling this season. But previous seasons as a defensive coordinator, he was doing a phenomenal job with the Eagles. Obviously, the Eagles are doing a lot of injuries right now. Makes total sense. But Jim Schwartz on the Lions, for example, as he was the head coach for the Lions, as I just talked about the Lions, um, he literally had an awful time there. But as a coordinator for other teams, he does a phenomenal job. So you're going to get those coaches that float around. And mostly now, as the trend, as coaches get fired and towards end of the season, that's always the case with the NFL and other leagues as well. You're going to see them more, mostly aiming for coordinators, someone that has a fresh start, you know, as the head coaching. Um, obviously, I would love to see other coaches make a return. Um, like Lovey Smith, I want to see him come back to the NFL. Hopefully, he's uh, he's right now with the uh, Illinois, the Illini football team. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see how the coaching carousel will unfold and how it will pan out for the future of the NFL. Um, so, going on to right now, honestly, the Eagles and the Seahawks are playing right now. But as an Eagles fan in the NFC East woes. Will Carson Wentz get dumped? Will he get dumped? Which he deserves. I am shocked that Carson Wentz is not on a pike in Philly right now. Knowing the fan base, knowing myself, actually, I am a G-rated Philadelphia fan. I'm a G-rated Philadelphia fan. Nowhere near the Philly fans in Philly. They get brutal. I'm shocked that he's still alive. But that is just Philadelphia. Philadelphia at its core and its finest. The most aggressive and crazy fans in the world. Obviously, there's other fans on the list that can match them. But who cannot forget about the fight with Xana? Gotta love that. Got to love that. Always is. We hate Santa in Philadelphia. That's how we roll. But besides that... Besides that, as I love getting off track, that's just me as a person. Gotta love it. So, I want Jalen Hurts to start. Even though the Eagles have the chance of still making the playoffs because how terrible the NFC East is. A laughing stock as the Redskins demol- up, oh, sorry, Washington football team, as I'm so used to calling him the Redskins first while. But now the football team, Washington football team, has not been able to succeed this year as well. But they just obliterated the Cowboys, as I love that as an Eagles fan. It's a beautiful day when the Cowboys lose. Let me tell you that. Beautiful day. But now the the Washington football team is now leading the NFC East. So depending on this win, this, this game tonight, if the Eagles win... They move ahead of Washington football team. If they lose, obviously, Washington football team will stay 
their course at number one. But either way, with the playoff situation in flake because of the terribleness of the NFC East, I still want the Eagles to start Jalen Hurts. It's come to the point where Doug Peterson is still giving, is still spoon feeding Carson Wentz. You know, he's gave, even though he's making mistakes, he leads the NFL still in interceptions. Still in interceptions. Doug Peterson still seems him the fit to start the job for the Eagles, which is very embarrassing because we're going nowhere with him. We're paying him this massive contract to get us wins, not lose, even though we have injuries and all that stuff. You still should be almost decent as a quarterback. He's forcing things too much. That's his fault, throwing interceptions, not his teammates. He's throwing it into the hands of other opponents. So what does it hurt now just to start Jalen Hurts? We're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. So why not? Give him some starts. Give him some time to develop and have a chance to maybe replace Carson Wentz, which we really need as the Philadelphia organization is. So, as I say, as the NFL this season has come to a crazy turn of events, you want to see more out of it. But we don't know yet. From the NFC struggling, as the Eagles the main focal point of it, and other teams as well, to the Steelers-Ravens getting delayed by COVID, and also... Lions firing Matt Patricia to the Broncos not having a single quarterback playing. This has been a wild whirlwind of events for the NFL. And I can't wait. Obviously, it's going to be crazy news as the season progresses, but I can't wait to see what happens, honestly. Obviously, this is the most unorthodox season we had ever. But we'll see what happens. So that was the NFL. Going on to little little snippet, a little snippet of the NBA. I'm gonna do a little taste, a little taste, but a little little taste spoon. Get your, your listeners out there. Get get your little get a little taste spoon. Get a little taste spoon. Get a little dab. Get a little get a little taste of this. Get a little taste of this. Enjoy it. Invigorate yourself with it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, my opinion on the NBA. NBA off season, phenomenal craziness as all NBA fans want. They want to see the trades. They want to see the signings. The big names moving. It's always exciting. Always exciting. The only thing that was my biggest pet peeve this hot season is that the potential of James Harden going to the Nets. Obviously, it didn't happen. But the culture of the must win now and I'm getting tired of losing because I'm not good enough to go to another team to go join other stars to get a w- wins and the trophy. For me personally, I would never want to do that. 
because that is such a baby move to do, right? It's being spoon fed, you know. You're you you want to win. Obviously, I want to win. No one wants to lose, right? But for me as an individual, I feel it's more accomplishing that I've worked my ass off to try to get somewhere with what I have than joining someone else to potentially win because you can't do it. In this case, James Harden wanted to go to the Nets with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Don't want it to happen. But in this case, it's scary. So you got LeBron James of the Heat. You got Kevin Durant with the Warriors. I give LeBron a pass occasionally because he was able to head back to Cleveland and get a trophy there. Even though he did have a supporting cast of Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, he did return to Cleveland, which I thought without him is not going to win either way, which is the case now as Cleveland is not winning because that is what Cleveland does, unfortunately. So I give him the pass there. But as Kevin Durant was, he went to the Warriors and won a trophy there. Magically, he went there and got a trophy. But I don't consider him a champion. Because those are the people who fought their way to get to the trophy. I consider Steph Curry and Klay Thompson Draymond Green champions because they fought their way to that. They overachieved expectations because they were nowhere. No one thought Steph Curry coming out of college was going to be the guy. He was a shooter, like his father, Del Curry. So I'd be like, hey, he's going to be a solid bench guy coming off the bench. Never think of him as a star. But seeing him succeed in the Warriors, get trophies, is phenomenal. So, when we come to this culture, the new culture of the NBA as is all about joining the ones. If you can't win them, join them. Don't like that. That's like the new culture of the NBA. Unfortunately, it is. That's the reality. The old school mentality of players like Michael Jordan, you know, you know, Patrick Ewing, etc. Everyone stars Larry Bird. Obviously, Larry Bird had a stacked team in the um, in the eighties. The Celtics. Celtics were a dynasty. It wasn't the winner join mentality. Teams built themselves up. Michael Jordan didn't join anyone. Obviously, you could argue that they got Scottie Pippen. Another star player. But I think, honestly, Michael Jordan made Scottie Pippen. But at the same time, people can argue either way. Scottie Pippen is a phenomenal uh, individual athlete. So, as the culture changes, you don't want to see that happen. And hopefully, James Harden just stays with the Houston Rockets. And even, too, even though he's staying put for now in the Houston, just in the future in general, don't want that to happen. And the fact that in talk, already talking about the NBA offseason, 
you know, the Bucks struggling, they are desperately trying to keep Giannis by supporting him with other top, top players like Drew Holiday. He was a great ad for the um, Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see how it unfolds, though. We'll see how it unfolds. Proves their defense, but see how it unfolds. So, because they don't want to lose Giannis. Giannis is another star guy. But we'll see what he does because he's an interesting guy because he doesn't really have that mentality of join them, when to join them. But we'll see what he does. We don't know yet. He's always been with the Milwaukee Bucks. So when he leaves, we'll see what happens. Or stays, you never know. Um, Montrose Harrell going to the Lakers. Other names floating around. Obviously, I'll get a huge episode where I cover every single team's transactions and my grades for them. But this is just a little taste of what my thoughts so far. That was a big blow to the Clippers. And all the fact that he's a top player for them, great rebounder. He's undersized, but he gets the job done. Doesn't matter about your size. If you get the job done, you can get the job done. So him going over to Lakers is a big blow to the Clippers. Because they're always in second to the Clippers, uh, to the Lakers. So... As that goes, it's just unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. Lakers, LA is always gonna be gonna be the Lakers. LA is always gonna be a Lakers town, not a Clippers town. Honestly, Clippers should go back to San Diego, or as Ron Burgundy says it, San Diego. Just go back to San Diego. That's the way it is. You lost the fight in LA. Might as well give up and move on to a new city. Or the heck of it. Move to Buffalo. The other origin story of the Clippers organization. How it bounced around so much. Let's go Braves. Buffalo Braves. Let's go. Gotta love it. Loyal fan base there in Buffalo. Why not? Good rivalry between Toronto. Toronto and Buffalo. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get that going. So, as the NBA offseason is not over yet and we're getting close to preseason, I still can't wait to see what unfolds for the offseason and how the new draft picks, too, have affected it. A little ball going to the Hornets. It's funny, but we'll see how it unfolds. Um, yeah, so I might just end it there. Maybe college football. Nothing much there. Same old, same old. As you have more teams getting kicked out by COVID. More games being booted. Same way, whoever wins the season, don't really care. Because it's a it's a really big shit show in the in college football. Big shit show. It really is. It's the battle of whoever wins is who has who has less COVID cases. Pretty much. Whoever has less COVID cases wins the whole thing. Pretty much. It's honestly what it is. Because the more of your your good players you have, the more you win. You know, less play your bench players. It's plain and simple. Uh, one thing I want more to add for you Duck fans out there. Being a student at UO, it was hurt hurtful that we lost the Civil War or the Platypus Bowl against Oregon State. 
There's embarrassing showing. The Ducks so far this season have always allowed 110 plus yards per game in their rush defense, which is not acceptable. Obviously, we're a very, 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 very young team as I just produced so many berries there that I could not handle. But we will move on. Another good recruiting class coming in for Crystal Ball. As this team develops, this young team develops, this another top recruiting class will follow. Shock is making mistakes as a normal freshman, or sorry, redshirt sophomore would make. But I consider him a freshman because this is his first start. It's brand new. He's a brand new starter. We look sloppy in some occasions, but you know we gotta build. We gotta build the foundation. When since like our whole team is built, it's brand new guys. You gotta build that foundation. You gotta build that chemistry. As long as the Ducks won the Champ Pac-12 championship, I'm completely fine with it. Let's win it, get it done, move on to next season. Because hopefully by then COVID will be gone, but we'll see. So that's my thoughts on that, and then. I'll let you guys know what my next episode is. And thank you for listening, all my followers and subscribers. I appreciate it. Um, obviously, most of my followers are on Spotify, but I'm also on Apple Podcast. Please give me a listen. Tell your friends, family, whatever. Gladly appreciate this. I'm currently a student, a student at uh, University of Oregon studying journalism, uh, focusing in sports, obviously for my lovely voice that I hopefully have a career in sports broadcasting just the way it is. But uh, there will be more to come, Sport Out of Sports. This is Evan Pearson, a.k.a. Big F, signing off. Hope you guys have a great day, and see you next time.